Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Ha ha ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning and welcome everybody. As you heard our... Fearless leaders say it is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you every Saturday morning, live and unrehearsed from 6 to 8 a.m. So don't get jerk baited around. Your hosts are Danny Bush, right here on my left. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. And our producer, Greg Janik, is here, of course, as usual. And uh, I got a little surprise for you, Greg. Are you ready for this little surprise? Now, at the end, Greg I, looks I, like I, he can. Yeah, I didn't bring <laughs> he it. Can with, barely wait. I can. I didn't bring it with me because I forgot it. So well, I have to bring well, it I, next week. Well, that then then you have no surprise. Yeah. How can you say you have a little surprise and it's, it's not home. here? It's at home. You have nothing. <laughs> I just have my words and my good you thoughts. Have, have Jack and my goodwill. Squat. But anyway, since Greg won our NFL football picking contest, I had a a leftover Curly's Waterfront Pub gift certificate. So I'm bringing that back to you next week, Greg, and I'm going to give you that $10 Curly's Waterfront Pub it, gift certificate. I knew it was awesome. something that he had laying around, nothing that he well, actually no. go out and purchase. Well, no, I had it left over, <laughs> and I was going to give it back to Curly's, or use it as a you know a gift for a contest on the show or something. But I thought, no, Greg, Greg deserves it. He had a great season, so I'm going to give it to you. Know, Greg. Thank you. Well, by God, yeah. you know maybe I can come up with something for old Greg over there too. I got to see what I got laying around just, at home. Well, we, if well, I go, if I shuffle through some papers, you know, I I might just have some kind of a coupon or something. <laughs> oh, shut up! A gift over there. <laughs> You know, Boy, a guy tries fact, a guy tries to do something nice for my and I students, get shot down. For my students, <laughs> we get these uh certificates from the you know, many many biz, area businesses are very generous and great to our to our high school, to Ronald Reagan High School. And they do some very nice things like uh, one of the McDonald's donates uh, we got these little certificates for like a uh, free uh, Sunday, free McFlurry, mm-hmm. free whatever, mm-hmm. and and it's nice because when I have the students and you, special rewards and incentives for mm-hmm. doing a good job, you give them that, and you know positive reinforcement works 
you know, mm-hmm. wonders for the kids. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe I can pull one of those certificates for Greg. <laughs> Danny Bush, the Machiavellian of uh, Ronald Reagan no. High School. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Greg. Those are for the kids. But I will come up with something. For, well, I bring him donuts and stuff. He's yeah, like, you brought him something. Just yeah. child, but I owe him some Bucky's. <laughs> yeah. I got to go out to our fine sponsor, yeah. Bucky's Meats. Jalapeno hot cheddar hot sticks. Yeah. I, I still have students. I had a student. Ask me again at the school. He passed me in the hall. I go, Bush, you get those sticks yet? Yeah, jeez. Yeah, they keep, they love well, those, they plan, love those yeah, things. Well, I plan on taking a ride out there sometime this week. I yeah. definitely want to drive, take a ride out there. I got to see if somebody wants to go along. Do hey. you buy some of the brats? <clears throat> do, you, do you buy any of the? Uh, no, I, I I like getting the jerky out there. That's what I what yeah. I go for. I got uh, I got the brats that had like some cheese in it last time. Yeah, and they were giant. They weren't like normal size mm-hmm. brats. They're like really giant brats. Giant brats. Yeah, I had them this fall. Well, I'm. You know what I'm gonna try tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. You know what I'm gonna try tomorrow? Bacon wrapped brats on the grill. <laughs> you know, Greg, you won't have one of these donuts over here because his doctor he's avoiding this well, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yet he's chowing down bacon wrapped brats. No carbs. You know, they're going to need the bun, a, then? Huh? You eat it without the bun? Correct. Dude, they're going to need a Jiffy Ice Auger just to roll <laughs> out, out your arteries, man. Yeah, probably <laughs> right. Yeah. Gonna, oh Get the God. big auger, too. Get yeah. the big one. And sharpen the blades because yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot of plaque in there. Hey, you know, I just want to let our, our audience know that at 7 o'clock today, we have Brian uh, Murick. I think that's how you pronounce it, Brian Murick. From, he's the president of the Milwaukee chapter oh. of Muskie Zinc. How do you spell it? M-I-R-E-K. That would be Myrick. Myrick, I believe. Myrick? Yeah. Brian Myrick. Uh, he will be in today at 7 o'clock and uh, talking about Muskie Zinc and the stuff that they do in the community and the Muskie stocking programs and that. So he will be here at 7 o'clock today. And... Later on in the show, in the 7 o'clock hour, you know what I have here, Bushy? What do you got? Another gift for Greg? No. Yeah, if, he, if, he's a, if he's a skier. We have 10 one-day lift tickets to Big Snow Resort. It's up in the UP of, you know, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And each one of these is worth, like, about 50 bucks a pop. So we got 10 of them, and I'm going to give away five sets of two so it's like a $100 thing. They're if, for skiing? Yeah. If you're a snow skier and you want to take a ride up there, I got the free lift tickets for people So at Big Snow Resort. Is that what you pay for at a ski thing? You pay for the lift ticket then? Yep. That's yeah. bas- Do you pay a lift ticket every time you go up? No, you usually no, get them for the day. A daily pass. A daily, daily pass. pass, yeah. Okay. And then you hang out in the ski lodge and, and drink hot hot chocolates and talk to snow bunnies and stuff like that. Is that I've never gone skiing before. Me neither. No. Just don't pull a Sonny Bono. What Why, did what he it, do? Oh, he died. He got a, Didn't he get a ski or the pole or something through his chest? No, he hit or, a tree. Oh, yeah, he hit a tree. That was it, Sonny Bono. That's how he really? died. Yeah. He couldn't turn fast enough, hit a tree. I thought there aren't supposed to be trees on ski hills. And the tree said, I got you, babe. Or did he? <laughs> that's a good one. I, or did he just, like, go off the ski hill and couldn't turn and he just went into the trees? Because normally on those ski hills, there's no trees, you know. Well, it depends what kind of uh, course you do. Oh, there's different, different kinds? There's, yeah. Yeah. So they like, got 
They got different kind of hills. They got starter all the way up to I think experts called diamond, mm-hmm. black diamond. Oh really? So black diamond is the one that you more most likely to hit hit a tree and mm-hmm. kill yourself. Yeah. So that's no, plus experts. If you, plus if you go off the well the, the black diamonds they got more dips and curves yeah. and then you can go off the beaten path and then yeah. that's when you well even experts like Lindsay Vaughn she she's what broken an arm broken an ankle done this done that broken ribs whatever I mean I guess even the experts kind of she just uh, there was just a special on her in ESPN she shattered her, her arm yeah yeah recently just, yeah recently like three four months ago yeah well, she then, but then she came back after that and took third place in some world thing. Well, she didn't, uh, or didn't compete she? in the Olympics because no, right. of a uh, torn ACL or something. something like that. Yeah, she ought to call it. She a always has injuries because she, she's got a medal, right? Did she? Did she win? I don't, I don't know, but she's yeah, won a yeah, lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, way back. That's how we first got yeah. to know her in that first Olympics. Whenever yeah, there was she's, that, she's Olympics, won a lot of China stuff or something. I just know her from. Uh, from Tiger Woods. She was in a Sports Illustrated swimsuit years ago, too, I believe. So. Was she really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. pretty hot. Yeah, those athletic chicks. They, so, you know, Bushy. They're, they're pretty hot. You're all dressed in camel today. Uh, uh, what, I, I know what? you're camel sexual. <laughs> I, I, I am. I wear but camel are, are, all the are time. You, are you going uh, out in the woods today? Funny you ask that, Tom. That's the same thing the lady at the Quick Trip asked me when I picked up the <laughs> donuts right? for Greg and Coffee. She yeah. goes, so where are you going today? <laughs> All camo. <laughs> Nowhere. I'm hiding out from my creditors. <laughs> I always wear camo. <laughs> I'm hiding out. What's it to you? Um, no, well, my plan <laughs> is to uh, go out and uh, shoot my uh, Browning X-Bolt again. Even mm-hmm. though I sighted it in a couple weeks ago, I'm going to go out and shoot some at the 300-yard range today and have a little fun. Then I'm going to make my way back to Pewaukee and uh, go to the uh, waterfront. The walleyes for tomorrow fisheries going on. Ooh, that's right. That's today. And there's a – God, is there the water on the lake? Yeah, I don't know. They there's plenty the, of ice. The Badger Fisherman's League, I believe, is the group that was going to try and do the kids' fishing clinic out front. And I think it was going to be a – Game time decision whether right. they go out on the ice or not. So game time, I guess, would be this morning. Yeah. Um, but uh, still, well, you know, it's going to be so packed inside, Curly's. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, because hardly anybody's going to be out on that water, I'm thinking. Well, see, here's the thing. There's enough ice out on the, la- on the lake, on, like, let's say, the east end. There's plenty of ice. But it's that shore ice. Can you get to the good ice? Never be sure about it. You know, it. yeah, no. it's it's right along the edge. And tomorrow, because my, my son Chris called me yesterday, and, and we were talking about that because he had plans on going out ice fishing tomorrow. And I said, well, there's plenty of ice on the lake, but I don't know if you can get to the good ice tomorrow. Well, yeah. here's interesting thing. Pike, big pike being caught last night on Pewaukee. Because yeah. when I was talking to a <laughs> few of my friends, um... At uh, uh, not Curly's, I was at uh, Carly's talking to uh, some of my buddies. Uh, there's a, a guy who lives right down uh, on the east side towards Taylor's Bay. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go towards the railroad track, mm-hmm. Taylor's Bay, that direction, he's got a house uh, right on the water down mm-hmm. there. And uh, his neighbor or buddy who's fishing right off his place sent two pictures while we were while we were. Two, while we were chatting live, he sent live photos from the ice yeah. with two big pike. Now, he yeah. said they were 40 inches. Oh, wow. Well, Did they look like it? They look big. I don't yeah. know. 
It's, hard to, it's your, hard to tell. You know, was it 38 or was it 40? I, I don't know. And you couldn't see the it's, whole fish in the pictures because yeah, they're trying to show, like, they're holding the fish out to the camera so much you can see, like, head to two-thirds yeah. back. Yeah. They look like big pike. But, you know, I think some, some who knows, some people, they're not even really, they're kind of guesstimating, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. I think some yeah. people. They couple, don't have a tape measure with them. Maybe they're a couple 40-class pike so to speak, yeah. maybe big high 30s, yeah. you know. They were a nice pike, put it that way. And uh, apparently, you know, the pike are, well, they obviously worked their way into the shallows towards Taylor's Bay to spawn, so it would make sense that fish mm-hmm. are, pike are staging in that area. So I said to him, I said, uh, why don't you set up some tip-ups there and do the walleye, the fishery Yeah. tomorrow? And uh, he said, nah, I ain't going to bother with it. Uh, leave those pike alone. But uh, so you can get out there in the shallows and catch some big pike right now. I should go drill a couple holes right, now, by, right in front of my. Place yeah, you should. And, yeah, I yeah. mean now's a good time of year for that. Yeah, I have to dust see is. if the old auger starts. Haven't been out yet this year. Well, that's all right. Might not be you out at all. Might not. Just might go to waterfront and buy some raffle tickets and hope for the best. <laughs> there are some great prizes there too. So yes, there are. Go and you're in and support the local uh, chapter. Also, the walleyes for tomorrow. You can see those th- the cribs, Tom. Mm-hmm. They started building those cribs, and if mm-hmm. you go northwest of Rocky Point, there's these big giant cribs out on the ice waiting, with the concrete blocks. Just around waiting them. to sink. Just waiting to sink. That's cool. All yeah. right. Well, we got to take a first break. Uh, when we come back, I don't know. We got some other things. If you got any uh, questions or comments, feel free to give us a call at four one four. Yeah, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You can e- email us live at uh, CEO guys at yahoo.com. And if you're interested in any of our sponsors, if you want to contact them, just go to our website, ceoguys.com, and all you do is click on their logo, and it'll take you right to their site. So with that, we will be right back on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. Thanks for listening this Saturday morning. Tom, even though it's too early in the morning, I was thinking that as I got up this morning. I thought, you know what? This show should start at a later time. I can't get up this early. We've we've been trying to do that for a long time. Started at 7 and go to 9, but there's problems. You know, the stations, they've got priorities. they got to do certain things certain ways. So That's know. Actually, it's not too bad because I can be out of here at 8 yeah. and on my way to mm-hmm. do what I like to do. But you know, uh, this, a lot of people like to sleep. Well, the other shows that are lined up. Yeah, yeah right. they got shows. Be you know, difficult. I'll tell you, this weather is so awesome. I, I, was, I was telling this to Greg this morning. Last night, my son and I, we were outside. It was about 8.30 at night. And I says, can you believe it? It's February 17th. We're standing outside in just sweatshirts. And I said, and, and it's gorgeous out. I, I said, when, I mean, I don't remember the last time I did that, you know, on a February 17th or in, you know, February here in Wisconsin. But, you know, we got 50s today again in the mid-50s, tomorrow again, and then Monday and Tuesday supposed to hit 60 
each day with a chance of thunderstorms. I mean, this. thank God it's not snow. Um, <laughs> and there are already anglers, <clears throat> from reports that I hear, uh, fishing the rivers, uh, the Menominee River by the Hattie Street Dam. Is that open now? Apparently yeah. some guys have been out uh, fishing there by the dam. Um and also in De Pere as well. Mm-hmm. Apparently, some guys are already doing some uh, I wonder open if, water. Well, maybe that is open. Who knows? Maybe. Right. Yeah. That's at least some reports that I heard. Now, I I, I think these are probably guys fishing from shore, waiting or whatever. You never, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the point being is uh, it's it's opening up. Man. Things might open up a lot earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, if uh, you know th- those walleyes up at that De Pere Dam, uh, and and uh, I'll tell you. There, there's a lot of walleyes that are there all winter long. They winter right in that river, yep. and 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 it's not like all these walleyes come out of the Bay of Green Bay at once, going up to the dam and, at the pier. No, there's a lot of them there already. So there's a lot of guys who just can't wait until that river well, opens up and gets out there right away. When I drove over the uh, <clears throat> the 172 bridge in Eshwabanen mm-hmm. uh, about a month ago, there was a city of shanties yeah, out there. I believe as it. I looked to my south. Yeah, uh, towards the dam. I mean, they mm-hmm. they were just shanties dotting the land, so they're they're fishing for those walleye. Oh yeah, they're they're getting no them doubt. Too. And you can always tell which ones are which. The ones that live in the river, that they're generally they're year round. Okay, they're a silvery color, more silvery. Okay. Whereas the ones that come out of the Bay of Green Bay are a little golder in color. I like the gold ones. I know those are beautiful. They're beautiful, beautiful looking. Now, do fish. they say eating the ones, the the resident ones in the river, are okay? Now, is that supposed to be all, or is it? <sighs> no, depending on who you talk to. Depending or... on if you're a woman in your childbearing years, a kid, or stuff, stuff like that. You know, there's you know you got to look on the DNR's report on fish consumption and whatever. But uh, generally, I mean, I mean, years ago when I would keep some of those, what I would do is I would suck soak them in overnight the fillets in uh half milk half water and salt half salt water half milk you know soak them overnight and they were fine that's just know. to make them taste good yeah yeah Not but there's still some the there, toxins there, out there's still some contaminants uh you you gotta really you know cut out most of the belly fat you know you want to get rid of that kind of like with the lake michigan salmon right. trout you know same thing but you know talking now now you're talking let's say like the rock river which yeah, there's a there's a dam in Jefferson, okay, and a lot of walleyes go up to there. But those ones coming out of Koshkanong and they're all up and down the river. You know, I was talking with a guy the other day, Danny, about walleye spawning, and the guy, this guy was under the impression that you had to have gravel, you had to find gravel for walleyes to spawn. And I says, oh, contraire, mon frere, you know, you, you, walleyes will be very advantageous to spawn wherever they can. And uh, I remember years ago, uh, Earl Edinger's Eureka, Earl Edinger. yeah, Eureka Dam Resort, no, Eureka Dam Campsite, He was. Uh, they, we had a flood that year. There was a higher water than normal, and water went into these cornfields. There were walleye spawning in the cornfields. There was no, uh, uh, what do you call it, gravel there, but they had to spawn wherever they could, and they would just flow into there, drop eggs, and flow out, you know. I mean, so, you know, they don't always have to spawn in the places that we read about. You know what I mean? They will have to take advantage of whatever they have. Well, that's interesting because I was thinking about this uh, up in Sturgeon Bay. 
Uh, those walleyes are in on, on those rocky, rocky shorelines. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not necessarily a fine gravel. No, not at all. Necessarily, no. It can be some, like, bigger rocks. Yeah, and another thing, too, is, like, those walleyes in Winnebago. Now, of course, a lot of the a lot of walleyes will come out of Butamore and Poygan and Winnebago, and they go up the rivers and wherever, you know, to spawn. But not all of them flow out of that Lake Winnebago. A lot of them will spawn along the shorelines. Or there's little inlets. There's, there's like, uh, man-made uh, 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 cuts inside of there. They will. They, if all, can you imagine if all the walleyes in Winnebago swam out of there up through Butamore and Poygan up to a river? I don't think the river could hold them all. I mean, because there's millions of walleyes in Winnebago. Right. So uh, you got to remember. And I and I've known guys in the past that during the walleye spawning season, when that water temperature is like in the mid 40, 43, 45 degrees, there's guys fishing for them on Winnebago. They they don't go up the rivers. They fish for them on Winnebago. You in know? the shallows. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not all those walleyes go up there. There's a lot of different ways, you know, to, to find them and catch them, you know, in different parts of the systems. But the Rock River, that can be a great place. Uh, our friend who calls us a lot, Keith, you know, the electrician yeah. Keith, he fishes the Rock River a lot. And a lot of times, he, you know, he'll he'll say, yeah, I caught 40 walleyes today. One legal <laughs> or something like that. But the only problem I have with there, why I stopped going there, Danny, okay. was because it was like the U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet just came in there. I mean, there were so many boats. And then when when you got a certain area, a certain hole or something, that guys will they'll motor up to the front of it, and then they'll, like, they call it slipping the river, yeah, you know, yeah. going backwards down and keeping your electric motor on so your line is straight up and on whatever. Anyway, the, and you just drift down this hole, and when you get to the end, you motor up, you go up to the front, and everybody's, like, following in line, doing the same thing, right? Yep. And then you get one guy who decides to anchor right in the middle, right right where everybody's drifting right. down. You know, and you go, oh, I mean, yeah, it's their right. I realize that, but, oh, well. But, no, it's just too many boats for me. Yeah, too you know, many. I have come to the conclusion that, uh, for me, I don't care how great the fishing is. If I got to fight the crowd, screw uh, it. Yeah. I, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'll go someplace I'll, else. Yeah, I'll go somewhere else. You know, it's like on the Fox River up by De Pere. Like you said, you saw that city of of shanties, you know, in the river. Well, there's a city of boats, you know, in the spring, and most of them are up by the dam area, okay? Well, I just go, well, it's actually downriver north, which I know sounds weird, downriver north. But anyway, uh, because that river, for those of the listeners that don't know it, the Fox River from De Pere, uh, you know, to Bay of Green Bay flows north. It doesn't flow south, which is kind of kind of opposite. Weird. Yeah, but anyway, I'll go up to the other end. I'll, I'll go up other areas where there are uh, hardly any fishermen. Well, you mentioned where the East River, yeah, where out. that comes in. There's a couple of marinas there. There's the Warm Water Discharge at Fort Howard. I mean, there's a lot of other places where there are walleyes, and a lot of and a lot of those walleyes they never spawn up by the dam area. They're spawn. I remember uh, Eric Catlin. Caught a fourteen some fourteen pound something, right off the launch area, just in a shallow flat, right next to the Dairy Queen launch area, right off a shallow flat. Right. You know, so they don't all have to go up to the dam. You know, they can spawn in other areas. But anyway, but yeah, it's getting to be an exciting time for walleye anglers. You know, the spring is uh, coming maybe a little bit sooner. But you know what I'm afraid of? What? What? <laughs> Big snow at the end of the month. Big snow. <laughs> you know, temperature gets cold, big snow comes, Greg's shaking his head. Chief, big snow is going to hit us. I, I hope I, it doesn't, but 
<laughs> you know what? Positive thoughts. We're okay. sailing Listen, through. I almost, We're all done. We might get a little bit, but not not that gigantic. Okay, good. I 12, hope not. Because I thought about seven, pulling my boat inches. out this weekend and maybe going down to the harbor and start mm-hmm. getting ready for browns. Oh. But that thought went through my head. What if my boat's parked out there and it fills up with the big snow? <laughs> the big snow. The big snow. And Let's I thought, hope not. Maybe I'll just hold off. Yes. A little bit. Hey, Bushy, speaking of big snow, before we go to this break, speaking of big snow, in the 7 o'clock hour, I'm going to be giving away 10 uh, day one-day lift tickets to the Big Snow Resort in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So uh, be listening, folks. After the 7 o'clock hour, I've got five sets of two, and that's like a $100 value. So be listening for that. And lift. with that, huh? Lift tickets, right? Yeah, lift tickets. Yeah. You know, I wonder if I could get a lift ticket to help me get up to my stand up on that ridge in Monroe because <laughs> I'm tired of walking up that hill. I wonder if I could install a lift. Well, let's think about that during let's this break. break. All right. Here. Let's and then uh, we got the gut report coming up after this break. And after the 645 break, we have the Hornschwaggle. Get ready to win your $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago during the Hornswoggle. We'll be right back with more with Dan, Tom, and Greg over there. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V-Mart Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, have you ever had a bacon cheeseburger? They put like two, three strips of bacon on the top of the cheeseburger, right? But then a lot oh, of times yeah. you bite. A lot of times, Danny, you bite into it, and out comes sliding a whole piece of bacon. You know what I mean? It, you know, it it's doesn't all, all stay on top. A piece of bacon slides yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah. So I was list. I was listening to some radio show, and a guy. This isn't my idea. This guy gave me this great idea. I had to try it this week, and it was awesome. I took some of that fine ground venison you gave me, yep, and I added some onions, and I added a little Worcestershire sauce, a few other things, right? Doctor it up a little oh, bit. Yeah. But then I fried like about six pieces, well, actually, eight, a half a pound of bacon. I fried, okay? And then I crumbled it up, cut it up, and added it into the, burger. the, the, the ground venison. Yeah, I added it into it. Now, you could do that with ground beef, too. You add the, 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 the bacon, the ground up, I mean, the, the chunked up bacon in the burger itself. So when you cook it, the bacon's already inside all over the burger. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. So, folks, try that if you want. Like, if you don't have any ground venison like I do, if you don't have friends like Bushy and Sal that give you stuff like that, if you don't have ground venison, use it with the ground beef. Put the bacon inside the burger. Fry it first. Crumble it up. Or cut it up, whatever, and put it inside when you're mixing your your burgers. It turned out wonderful. And I I wish I could take credit for it, but I heard it on another show. So the Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. And thank you, Sal, for the venison you gave me. Anyway, insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. I see you have a caller there, Greg. We do. We have Sebastian from Hales Corners. All right. Hey, good morning, Sebastian. What's up? Good morning, Tom. Uh, I uh, was 
curious to know, i, I got a place up on a Cisco chain, and I'm looking for maps, topical maps mm-hmm. of uh, lake maps, and there's like 15 lakes on, on that chain. Right. Uh, you're a lucky man, Sebastian. <laughs> that's all I've been told. Yes, uh, you're a lucky that's man. good to me. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, would, where would I start looking for? I've, I've stopped, there's map stores up there. I've stopped at the gas station. They have maps, but they don't have um, complete uh yeah, go to, go to fishinghotspots.com. All right. Yeah, Fishing Hotspots will have the maps for there. They'll show you places, you know, different areas where to fish. They'll have suggestions, you know, on where to fish okay. and all that. They're fishing, they're pretty good. Uh, fishingspots.com. Hotspots. Now, are you look- Fishing Hotspots. Are you fishing just Hotspots.com. Yeah. Are you just uh, looking for the lake maps itself or are you looking for road maps and no, connections? No, lake, lake maps, top, okay. topical maps, you know, yeah. uh, Structure and you know um, weed lines. Yeah, and, that you know. that's the fishinghotspots.com will have it. Fishing Mapping specialists. Mapping uh, specialists. Another thing I've used uh, yeah. your uh, badgers uh, reels. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Very good. I rec- highly recommend them. They, they do a really nice job. Oh, our friend David, badger yeah, reel yeah. repair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah I'm good. glad you had a good experience. He does yeah. a good job. Matter of oh, fact, yeah. one one other thing though, I haven't heard of nothing from that. Uh, Poor excuse for a sports writer uh, from the journal. Uh, anything, uh, I haven't heard anything about the spearing on uh, Winnebago. Is that closed down? Or yeah, what? that's over with. Yeah, that was last weekend, and uh, wasn't it? Yeah, that was last weekend. Yeah, and uh, no, it's not. It, no, it, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I got the. It's funny. I was going to talk about it. I okay. if you get on the DNR website, which I would highly suggest, or mailing, you can get the emails and all the reports. Mm-hmm. And I've been getting the daily reports, and up until let's see. Uh, what, it started last Saturday? Yeah. So I had the day seven report, so that would have been yesterday, correct? One, two. Today. No, today's the eighth day. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So okay. through the seventh yeah. day, um, they were still getting sturgeon. Initially, they thought that um, the numbers were coming in steady, but they figured they it would run through the whole season, basically, because they, they weren't going to shut it off because it wasn't that high of a harvest. Uh, but now uh, the word from the latest report is the clubs and stuff are pulling their bridges. Everybody's kind of getting the heck off the ice. Oh, so yeah. I think they're kind of calling it a wrap now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest fish that I heard of, let's see, uh, I had kind of a list. I jotted some notes. Day three, uh, the biggest fish caught was 154.9 pounds, 83 uh inches, uh, and then there were a, a slew of 75 inches that went from about 120 to 145 pounds. Uh, yeah. Those were the biggest that I had heard of. But very good. I thank you for your time, gentlemen. All right, I, Sebastian. All right. Good, good luck up on the Cisco chain. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Bye. See, now, if I was going to own a place, Danny, uh, on a lake, I would want to be on a chain of lakes like the Cisco chain where you've got numerous lakes to fish instead of just one you know right that would be so neat that's why i said he's a lucky guy that's a that's a great chain that's a great chain of lakes one of joe booker's favorite areas to fish as a matter of fact up there if uh he was talking maps if you are going to fish a big body of water with lots of rock reefs and stuff um i would suggest some maps that are a little more detailed than the fishing hotspots. right maps. yes there's a, what did you call that one well there, there's mapping specialists but then there's others there there's there's other charts that you can get now for the bay of green bay uh when i was up there smalley fishing last year right there in uh 
uh, what uh, what little time space and which of the little towns I stopped in, but they have a little uh, right by the boat landing. They the DNR I think actually has a little office there, and they had some very they had the nautical navigational okay. charts, yeah, the real big ones, sure. And, and those are what you want if you're going to be on the Bay of Green Bay. Yeah, get some really accurate charts which really show mm-hmm. everything because you you want to be careful. Yeah. All right, with that, we're going to go to a break, and we need a contestant for the Hornschwaggle. The Hornschwaggle is three questions that Danny will give you, and you got to tell him if it's a Hornschwaggle or not a Hornschwaggle. If you get two out of three correct, you will win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Always, what do you say about going to McGuanago? You want to go oh, to yeah. McGuanago. <laughs> That's it, yeah. So anyway, so give us a call, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 to be a contestant in the Hornschwaggle. The Cutting Edge Outdoors is presented by Interstate Heating Studios. Interstate Heating Studios, listen to me. Presented by Interstate Heating. They're out there in Sussex, I hope you don't have any problems with your thermostat or your your heater, I mean your furnace this winter. But if you do, you can trust the people over at Interstate Heating. We'll be right back with Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. And we now have our Hornschwaggle segment. So, Greg, do we have a uh, contestant? We do. We have Matt from Pewaukee. Hey, Matt. What's shaking, man? Good morning. Okay, so you know how Hornschwaggle works. If 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 it's a falsehood... If I'm it's pulling your yeah, yeah, okay. So here we go. Mm-mm. The topic of the day is geese. I've been seeing lots of geese or gooses or whatever flying around. Uh, geese flying in a flock, they they can be referred to with several di- terms, but when they're flying really close together, uh, they are referred to as a plump. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I'll say no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. It's a plump, Ooh. huh? Plump. Okay, good. The goose. Uh, The goose was originally named after a famous musician, Mr. Goose Springsteen. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Okay, (laughs) you're a winner. All right, let's see. All right, good. And what do you call geese on a porch? Portuguese. Okay. Oh, that's good. Hey, I, I got a question for you. you. You don't get anything extra, all right, Matt? Okay. Well, then but I got, a, I, I got a question for you. And th- th- this fits in with Bushy's geese thing. Okay. Okay, Matt, you know how you see geese flying in a V? Yeah. You ever see that? And you always see that there's one side longer of the V than the other side? You notice yeah. that? Yep. Yes. Okay. Do you know why that is? 
It has more geese than the other. You're exactly <laughs> right. All right. You're Whoa. a smart man, you are Matt. on top of it. We got we, we to ban Matt forever. He's too smart. Yeah. He knows too much. All right, Matt. I'll get that out to you right, right away. All right. Super. Thank you. Okay. Very thank you. Every week. All, all right, right man, Thank thanks you. Thanks for listening. The Hornschwaggle was brought to you by <laughs> Bucky's Fine right. Meats and Sausages in Maguano. Go, go there for all your meats and seafoods and sauces and all kinds of good stuff and of course they have uh, free samplers out there all every day all the time yeah so anyway and also check out their catering services go to uh buckysmeats.com for more info and if you shoot geese <laughs> yeah. take the breasts out to bucky's and say make me the jalapeno cheddar hot yeah, sticks there you go phenomenal it, yeah they were great yep I can't wait to go blast a bunch of geese this September again. <laughs> I, I can't wait to put the old lounge chair in the cow pasture. <laughs> there you go. That's the Ride way to do it. Ride the four-wheeler down, put my feet up, listen to the radio, <laughs> catch some sun, and wait for these geese to come flying in. I'm looking forward to that also. That's oh, the way yeah. to do it. Blast those suckers. That's the way to do it. Uh, I was also reading about geese. You know, you know, I'm big on studying nature. I sh- you know, I should have been a biologist. Ah, uh, no, I'm too dumb for that. Zoologist? Zoologist, whatever. Something yeah. with a gist at Someone the end of it. Zoologist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were fishologists. Well, I, think be- I think it's biologist. Is it? It probably well, is. The study of water animals is marine I biologist. Never, yeah, marine. And I never get called, no names referred to me ever end with a gist, mostly whole no, we're, is what gets we're, called towards me. I think we're called uh, fishologists. <laughs> we're... we're we're into the studying of feces. <laughs> okay, so anyways, reading about the geese, and uh, they fly in that V formation, and uh, it, it, for years uh, they, they had speculated that that was for purposes of... Drafting. Whatever, yeah. yeah. And they didn't really have any empirical evidence until uh, 2001, they were actually studying not geese, but like some herons or something like that, or some other species, and that fly like a V in a V. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually had heart rate monitors on the birds, mm-hmm. and the birds that were flying in formation behind the others, their heart rate was like twelve percent lower than mm-hmm. than flying alone. Right. Yeah. And then, and, but t- I don't know. They never put a heart rate monitor on the first bird because I would think his heart rate would be. 20% yeah. higher than all the others because he's got to be the one busting the wind. Right. And I think one time I read where they, they'll take turns and who's in the lead. And then, you know, that lead bird after a while, I don't know for how long, but after a while will move down the line a little bit and another one will take the yeah. lead. You Especially know. after, boom, he gets shot. Another <laughs> one has to take its place. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were say something was about the poles and the, the natural pull of the... Well, they said the up and down movements of the wings create some kind of like Airflow type yeah. disturbance it's that like, they can dra- somehow kind of. It's drafting like in auto yeah. racing. Yeah, so people yeah. had speculated, but scientists hadn't seen any real empirical mm-hmm. evidence of it. They just figured, well, that's why it must be. But I would think that the reason one line's longer than the others is they can't count. You know, they, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, one just starts following the other one. Yeah, they don't know. What do they know? You know, like when you have a bunch of kids split up for gym class and you got five more kids on one side than what are you supposed know, to say, can't you guys divide yourselves up evenly? You know, I, I was, saw some geese this week and it was weird. It was like that little V formation and there was one behind him, right? By him, all by himself. But he, he flew a lot faster. And when he, he caught up to the pack, 
and he fell right in line, right in one of the lines. He, I mean, it's like he's way behind, and he flew a lot quicker, and then he gets got it right in line, right behind, and okay, now he was happy. Nothing. Uh, it was weird. It nothing was, sadder, it was cool. though, to see a lone goose come flying yeah, I by. Know. I always feel sorry for that. <laughs> I do. That poor lone goose. Either yeah. A is mate or her mate got killed because they, they mate for life, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, when they yeah, say they the vows, they mean it. Yeah, that's like right. people. Um, and uh, either, or maybe they got kicked out of their group. You know, maybe he's like, you heard of the odd duck? Well, this would be the odd <laughs> yeah. goose that gets kicked out. You know, Louis's been acting a little weird over there. We don't like we, you. You're out of our group. Yeah, we're, we're you're, you're not one up. of the cool I wonder, geese. <laughs> I wonder if they can fly off and join another group. I don't know. Maybe they go join the misfit the group of misfit geese. Yep, they go join the other geese that misfit are misfit island out up there the and make toys. parking lot having a smoke. Yep. <laughs> what are we talking about here? There are I several types of geese. However, uh, I was reading that uh, there's another type of goose that's kind of migrating through the area called the greater white-fronted goose. Mm, yeah. Have you ever seen a greater white-fronted goose? I don't know. When no, I don't know if I, know if, if, I if I if I did. Yeah, I, look I don't online, know. And I don't they know. and they look like a they look a lot like a, a, a domestic. Yeah. Domestic. And then there's one that's really rare. It's called the wild gray tag goose. Yeah. It's extremely rare uh, in the wild, but then its domestic cousin is uh, is on farms and stuff like that. So when you think about it, go to a farm, there's all the different types mm-hmm. of geese, right? They got kind of the brown ones normally, right? And they're brown different ones. The well, white, one, white ones are pretty domestic. I see a lot of white ones, you know. That's racist. Yeah. What? That's right. <laughs> hey. Oh, but oh, you mean out in the farm field? You see all just the regular Canadian gooses, and on the golf courses, we've got both white and black geese on our sh- on our show. We're not racist here. I worked at a country club, yeah. And my first job was a, a caddy on Forty uh, Third and Good Hope at Triple I Country Club. Oh yeah, okay. And there. man, you would be surprised how many geese die. On a golf course. From? From getting hit by balls. Really? Really? Yeah, really? Because they just sit by just the... Just a lot just, of bad golfers. They just sit by no. the... No, they just sit by the, no. the ponds and just walk around and take craps, and they have no clue what's going on around them. You got a golf ball screaming at, you know, 100 miles an hour, and it cracks them right in the head. Oh, yeah, they're going down. Listen, man. And I could never catch one either. I'm not a golf golfer. Cart. I'm not a golfer. <laughs> but wouldn't it be fun? I bet guys are laying bets. I bet that guy who gets the goose in the head wins the biggest pot of all, right? It's just like a hole-in-one. you got to buy the drinks at the, in the clubhouse afterwards. And did you ever see it, since you were working there, did you ever see it where you hit your ball into where a bunch of geese are, let's say, and you go over there, and one of the geese doesn't like you to come over there because they they got nests, they got little baby geese around or something, or their eggs are around. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they're gonna come after you. It's like you get away from here. Yeah. And you want to get just get your damn golf ball, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they'll actually. I've never called a goose's bluff. Will they actually like poke you with their bill or anything? I've had it when. when so what you got a golf club for if they try it? Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> Only you back off, buddy. <laughs> hey, Have when, an idea. Yeah, when they're wounded, may not be able to swing on a ball, yeah. but I can sure swing mm-hmm. your neck. If you wound one and you walk up to it, you yeah. know, and it's alive, and oh yeah, then they'll come after you. Yeah, they will. They can't really do any damage though. Uh, a lot of those get, geese are unless like they get you in the uh, eye. They're no, they're 
they're about crotch high their heads are. Oh. You got to be careful. I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> He's got me in a death grip. Help! <laughs> That's why I always uh, wear a cup when I go goose hunting, man. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh, and a hockey no. mask. Okay, we we gotta go to our. Update, we got Jason folks. on the yeah. goose in the goose blind. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, come back for the second hour, won't you? We're having a good time here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors, Danny Bush, Tommy the True Newbauer. And right now we have Greg Janik with your update. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.